Hello there and welcome to this podcast episode from the Church of Deep House. How are you all doing? So in this episode, we're excited to be interviewing Depth Charge Sessions, or DCS, a collective created in 2021 by a group of DJs, Mr. Baisley, Ed Muschamp and DJ Zeb K, with Marcelo Taveras joining later in the year, with the objective of streaming Deep House music each and every Thursday via a Twitch Ray Train. So if you're not familiar with what a Twitch Ray Train is, it's essentially where DJs playing on a Twitch stream, and in this instance, resident and guest DJs on the DCS lineup, transfer the audience from their Twitch set to the following DJ on the lineup. I had the pleasure of discovering DCS in late January 2023 and subsequently had the absolute pleasure of playing with them on the 23rd of March 2023. Grateful for this new connection to people with a passion for Deep House, just like the Church of Deep House, I'm delighted to be going behind the scenes with US-based DJ Zeb K so that we can get to know a bit more about him and Depth Charge Sessions. Stay tuned for more. Thank you very much to you know for agreeing to do the interview for the oh, Church absolutely. of Deep House. Um, oh, you know it's it's um, you know one of the premises or the objectives of the Church of Deep House really is not just about um, you know playing music and sharing Deep House, but connecting with people who love Deep House as well and just having some dialogue about it in terms of like its impact, what it means, etc. Depending on the perspective of the person um, who's being discussed or spoken to or interviewed and what they do, whether they're a producer or a listener, and in your case you're a DJ. Um, so uh, I know obviously that you are part of the Depth Charge um, Session Collective um, and we'll be talking about that because that was kind of the reason for the interview in the first place but what I'd very much like to do is get to know you um, as an individual from a musical perspective so we'll go deep into your entire life so from a musical well, perspective um, you know so is, that we can that's one and the same for me I oh right noticed. yeah 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 no, I guess when you are really into music there is no yeah separation necessarily but um yeah, from a music perspective, can you tell me how long you've been DJing for and what inspired you to DJ? Quite a while now. So I kind of got back into it really heavily when I moved back here to the States in 96. Okay. Uh, so prior to that, I was living with my mom in Australia. Um, she is from there. My dad is from here. Right. He met her there. I was born here, so I'm a dual citizen there. Okay. And um, when I was there, I was a little skate rat, skateboard rat running around the streets. And at that time, um, in a little town called Byron Bay, um, there was a lot of early rave scene, and in particular, like Goa trance, uh, like uh, kind of underground parties and yeah. stuff. I started checking out because it was just kind of like, this is cool. Um, but then, uh, you know, I went to some raves like in uh, Sydney and Brisbane. It was like early days of like hardcore and happy hardcore, just those early rave days. Um, and when I moved back here in 96, I started getting back in, more into a lot of like the um, like trip hop sounds that are popular. I was really into DJ Shadow and Moax and a lot of that beat orientated stuff. Um, and also that was around the time of turntablism really burgeoning, mm. beat monkeys and executioners, Qbert, everything that they were doing was like really popping off here right at that time. Um, and so for quite some time, my main thing was really being you know, as a hip hop DJ, I would support MCs. We were into, you know, beat juggling and scratching and we would get together and scratch all that sort of stuff that was really hot then. 
Um, and so that was a lot of the time uh, that we would spend DJing as well as a lot of drum and bass music. That was also, it was like just such a crazy time in the late 90s, early 2000s for music. And I just was all all in on it. And so that's kind of when I started DJing with some of my buddies, actually buying gear, um, you know, doing a lot of scratching, buying records. And then eventually that kind of got more into, um, you know, collecting and get, getting records for sampling and doing a little bit of hip hop production here and there. Right. Um, I've been fortunate enough to um, become friends with a um, legendary jazz piano player named Bob James. Um, he's really, really sampled. You might uh, know the song Taxi, it was a theme song from this old TV show called Taxi. It's called Angela. So he's been sampled a ton of times. And I was a computer tech and I helped with his computers and we got to be friends over time. So, um, you know, kind of doing a little bit of stuff with him here and there and helping him out, um, you know, kind of really exposed me to a lot more world of music that he was into and a lot more into like the technical and production side of things that I got more interested in synthesizers, drum machines, sequencers, using live stuff like that. Right. Um, and then uh, later on, you know, I had some kids that kind of wasn't doing quite so much of that when they were young, I had two girls and they're um, 14 and 12 now. So they're growing up and doing their own thing. Mm. Um, but when I started kind of getting really back into DJing, we had a little um, kind of a warehouse spot here that we would throw some parties at. And that was kind of when I started getting more into house sounds and right. getting both deeper house sounds, some of like the dub techno sounds okay. that were kind of coming out around that time as well, mm. um, as well as a lot of the other just, you know, dance stuff like Gemster that, you know, as an example, and food, just a lot of that cool dance music that wasn't of the you know typical fist pump variety especially like edm was getting like a lot of exposure especially around here uh and um so this was kind of like the opposite of that for me right like that underground yeah nobody's into this everybody's into swedish house mafia or whatever this is like i like this Mm. that kind of drew me to that um and so it's really only been in the last um like two years of really going hard on DCS that I've gotten fully, fully kind of immersed in this specifically deep sound that, um, you know, it, it has a lot of varieties within it, yeah. but it has this commonality, right? Of Absolutely. this deeper, ethereal, otherworldly, a little bit slower, probably, not necessarily, but you mm. know, depending on what kind of sound you're into, whether it's South Africa, whether it's more dubbed, style whatever it may be there's a lot of room in that world but it has that sort of same energy yeah 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 no i I get it there's definitely a commonality um there may be different in terms of the soundscape but there's definitely a common thread i think that kind of goes through the the spectrum of deep house of proper deep house Mm -hmm. should i say Mm -hmm. okay so it Mm -hmm. sounds like that you're not just a dj but you're a musician actually and that your background is extremely eclectic in terms of the sounds and the genres that you've you know you've played around with and and you know made music or produced music um around Mm -hmm. a little bit i you know i dabbled with um but ever since i really started getting heavily into streaming it's all kind of that's all kind of gone to the side yeah like, yeah i want to do more but like it's just, just involves time and scheduling and doing a lot of graphics and all that sort of stuff just sure. choose up any free time that would have been like hey i'm gonna go 
open up live and then put some sense through it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I mean, you've kind of covered the second question a little bit, but I think what would be good is to just understand the evolution. Um, so that second question was around what genres you play and what attracted you to them um, and how, I guess, that's evolved. So what, you know, properly informed that evolution? Because I mean, you could have stayed playing hip-hop, right? Or, right, you know, right. but obviously, you know, it evolved. Um, so, yeah, what prompted that? Right. Well, I guess the main thing would be um, my good buddy, Jason Fines, one of my best friends. For, okay. I've known him since I've lived here, so over 25-some years, and we DJ and yeah, he kind of exposed me to a lot of that uh, like South African stuff. He's into like Dawson, okay, heard DWSON, um, and at jazz and a lot of those kind of like deeper mm. sounds. And I was kind of like it was different than a lot of the stuff that I was playing out or whatever. It definitely had that way way more ve- mellow vibe rather than a, you know get up and dance and mm. some party, you know. That, that you know some disco or some jacking or whatever is going to have and i was kind of like really started getting intrigued with it um and started playing some of it and i was like this is great mm. just i think it really just got a response from you because i don't know what it was about it but it just really ropes you in right mm. like it keeps you interested and keeps the it really kind of re-motivated me to want to like get back more into it oh just off kind of off of that and then some other friends of mine um you know i ran into um dj odawa and he kind of played was playing a lot of like minimal and sort of tech housey sort of stuff um and that was interesting to me as well uh so it was just kind of a lot of um factors that sort of led to led to that mm. um, but it really kicked into overdrive once we once i started streaming right okay um so then it was like well shit i gotta go you know get some more new stuff because I don't want to play the same exact thing every week. Mm. That would be boring for everybody included. Um, And so that was when it was like, okay, well, I got to go start looking, right? And find new labels and new artists. So it was like a time of like kind of discovering like, okay, what do I really like out of this? Mm. What do I really want to play? What's worthy of buying? Because, you know, this adds up. Uh, And at that point, I wasn't really getting a lot of promos or anything like that getting thrown my way but over the last couple of years and just being out there and some of the people kind of catching on to what we've been doing i end up getting a lot of people sending me tracks and getting on some promo lists and stuff that's sure. good stuff so really really glad about that because mm-hmm. it's hard to find a new stuff that's of the quality and the caliber yeah. that i want to present right yeah, yeah. a lot of stuff out there but it's all good I wish. Yes, I know. I, I definitely hear that and relate to that. Sometimes it's, you it's... go through the track source and you're just like, what the I know. I it's not like it's bad, but it's just like you've labeled this Deep House. Yeah. What I seen one the other day, it was like there was a new release. It was it was an extended version of the same track. Mm. And one was Progressive House and one was Deep House. It's like, this is the same song. It's just one shorter. Mm. How it changed genres by getting a minute and a half less. I that know. Was, odd to me yeah I'm like how is this deep house it's like some sped up jersey club vocals i'm like what point of this is deep to you yeah yeah oh. i know the categorization is definitely off i think there's a lot that's oh. kind of lumped under the label of deep house which is just absolutely not deep house um very much so yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, which is frustrating but yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, in some point. sorry 
to a comical almost degree. Yeah, yeah. It's almost yeah. I don't understand how how people are labeling it deep house, and so and the process I call it like mining for gold because it is you know to your point. Look, look, that's actually finding those golden hard, nuggets. You know, amongst all of that the diamond in the rock. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, through nice. all that dirt yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Once you get to follow some good labels, and yeah. you start to know good artists, and then you see a remixer, and you get to know the names of the people that you like. So yeah, that when absolutely. Lists, you can kind of scroll, go, ooh, there's so-and-so, I like them, or maybe it's a remix from them, mm. and then you see, what's this label? Let's see what this label's about. Let's yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like this person, too. Let me see what they got here. Yeah. So you kind of, you go on those, you find a good vein, right? You strike a vein and then yeah, you get yeah, yeah, yeah. up until three in the morning. <laughs> Going down this rabbit hole. Buying discographies and $130 yeah, later. Yeah, you know, yeah, right. Uh, oh my what God. have I done? <laughs> yeah, no, it's easy. I mean, I've got so many buckets on people, actually, and it is, I mean, yeah, hundreds of pounds worth, but yeah. Um, right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it adds up, definitely. So, yeah, it was really, you know, getting back to the question, it was really kind of, you know, for the most part, it was really DCS that was the biggest push of going towards the specifically deep sound that yeah. I flirted with before and was into, yeah. but really kind of took hold and was kind of a rocket ship right now. Right, fair enough. Fair I kind enough. of realized early on, like, hey, there's something, got something going here uh, as far as there wasn't anybody else doing what we're specifically doing. Absolutely. As far as I can tell. Yeah. And there still isn't that I could tell really. That I'm aware of. It um, was... I mean, finding so, you guys yeah. for me was about finding a golden nugget as well. To be honest. <laughs> so, uh, it's a nice little know, correlation there. <laughs> a lot of people, I think, feel that same way because, you know, and especially I think now that to a degree, sort of the streaming thing has cooled off a little bit. Mm. It's definitely bigger last year, right? When yeah. people still didn't have anything really to do. It's not enough money. Inflation hadn't gone through the roof. So people were, you know, splashing it out on, on all the DJs on Twitch because whatever, you know. Um, but now it's sort of kind of reeled back a little bit, which I yeah. understand. I mean, everybody's in the same boat, but we're still here. Yeah, we're still yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that's kind of left uh, a, a little bit of a, a hole to some degrees where you don't see the gymsters, for example, streaming all the time. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't have to get real gigs, right? Mm. But the rest of us are still here doing it. But I think it's, you know, a lot of people are here the same sort of thing that are so glad to have found us and what we're doing and all the other DJs around it. And it just kind of keeps snowballing that it started off really small and it was sort of a struggle initially to find guests that were suitable and some part uh, to schedule it. And, you know, and initially at first I wasn't, you know, I was a little bit familiar with how to kind of be on that. Um, but, you know, over time that's gotten much easier for mm. me kind of develop the system that I sort of use each time, a template and a, and a way of doing things that, uh, also, if I do need to make a last-minute alteration, I yeah. do that. Someone's got to fill in, switch out, whatever I got to do. I'm able to easily and quickly update what I need to put out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a, a, a build-up to having our own social channels just for the train, not mm. just us, but this unique thing. And I think kind of taking that beyond just the core three, four of us and kind of making this a bigger thing, like a bigger a group thing involving Church of Deep House and you and, you know, some of the guys in Brazil and some of the other guys in the UK and Scotland and Ireland, Germany and all over mm. um, that all kind of feel like, you know, even though they're not on every week or whatever, it's every month, every other month or whatever it may be, they're still a part of us, right? And it's sort of like a little community that's, that's gelling around this 
little ray train and it's beyond that because we're all in these other same twitch channels and we all guest on all of the other mm. uh, djs you know trains that they're organizing so it's a really nice little cross-pollinization where if i have something coming up that weekend i'm gonna plug it on my show and if they have something coming up they're gonna plug it on that, whatever it yeah. might be and kind of like uh you know hyping that next thing up and and giving some shine to them and i yeah. feel like one thing that's been amazing about Twitch is that community aspect where everybody is really building each other up and you wish it was like that in the real world and that it was, everybody was as supportive, but yeah, it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just touching upon obviously the depth charge sessions or DCS, um, mm -hmm. you know, focuses on deep house. You've opted to play, you know, deep house and you feel a connection to it. Um, how would you define that deep house sound and what do you think it is that attracts people to it and, and what attracts you like what does it make you feel i guess what's your experience of it i think the feeling is really you know that escapism to the highest power right like yeah, okay interesting okay funky house music makes you boogie and you're bopping or whatever <laughs> yeah. but there's probably a vocal in there and you, you know you're gonna think about that what she's saying oh i want you to be my man or I'm leaving you whatever mm -hmm. You're still sort of having to pay some attention, and a lot of this stuff is longer, and and it's an evolving like journey, right? Where it starts off, it builds and builds yeah, and builds, yeah, yeah. ends up going to this, you know, big big climax of a build, and and whatever happens in the track. But I think that it just adds that extra level of, you know, you're not distracted by anything else. Your head's down. You're you're just locked in that that groove yeah. and especially if you're spinning it in the in that way where it's the seamless blend of one to the other um you know you can really just totally be in a trance yeah. just lost yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah and especially once you're really into the mix cup you know two hours that's the thing with these two hour slots is like <laughs> well at the time you're done i'm just yeah, getting warmed yeah, yeah. up <laughs> yeah. no you know you want to go longer yeah done so i was i was trying to start a little bit early but yeah i think that for me is the feeling of really just the whole world is gone all the troubles work mm. kids life 2020 onwards in general yeah you know <laughs> other than this one nice shining aspect of it it's funny that you know we talk about that with a lot of our friends and you know a lot of this um, people that have met up through streaming and are now working on music together and all yeah this yeah stuff took something so shitty to make something so great yeah somehow. yeah yeah you know these shitty circumstances everybody being stuck at home while well, we were all stuck at home so we were streaming mm. and made some great connections as a result of that yeah right. i think that's definitely what the pandemic has been about for a lot of people actually like, this forced so. isolation has actually made people want to connect um paradoxically so yeah right. I, I get it and I think what, you know, I think a lot of that for people as well, uh, you know, that might be attractive, it might not be DJs that are just listeners or whatever that are tuning in. Mm. It's pretty unique as far as there's a lot of soulful DJs, there's a lot of Afro DJs, and I love it all, but, you know, but it's mm. a lot of the same tracks. There's not a ton of variants uh, that you'll hear out there. A lot of people are kind of playing a lot of the same stuff, and no offense, it's good stuff. Mm. But I think eventually you kind of get bored of hearing Sakude for the 800th time or whatever. Um, and when you get into this channel, you're like, I've never even heard of this person before. Uh, and wow, they're playing is like just 
so different and mind-blowing to me it's not just this typical house dance music that yeah do on most of these other channels this is like a whole other thing and i think having sort of uh, a bit of a theme uh to it as well is sort of like makes it makes it sort of easy to like get into like oh i see what's going on mm. like this is their little vibe that they got going and i i really wanted to kind of from the start focus on that and really be like this is our thing this yeah. is our you know other people might be doing whatever at the end but this is this is what we're doing this is kind of our theme and our style so yeah yeah that brings us quite nicely to our next question actually in terms of you know you We've got depth child sessions which is very much focused on deep house um but what was it that led to its creation because it's yourself uh it's ed it's mr Baisley, um and then i know that is it marcelo tavares if i um, yeah, joined a bit later um yeah. so started off with the three of you first and then obviously uh, marcelo uh, joined a bit later and it started mm -hmm. off in 2021 so what yeah. was it that inspired the creation of depth charge sessions um, so initially, and, the, um, and deep house focus yeah so yeah that's that's a great question um so it was uh, i think it was mainly the jimster's sofa sessions that he was doing yeah that he had ed and mr basley and i kind of run across each other as well as a few other streams and we were all just kind of a little bit new to it i think and we were just kind of starting to follow channels and make mm. some friends stuff like that on there um and then initially um Mr. Baisley hit us up and, you know, he had checked out our streams and I think it was like, okay, well, I like what this guy's doing. I like what this guy's doing. Yeah. This guy's doing. Everybody else is all right, but these guys specifically. Um, and he said, you know, do you guys want to organize a raid training? So a lot of other people were starting to organize them. It was a little bit of a new-ish concept, I think, at the mm. time, um, as far as, you know, specifically stringing DJ after DJ. Um, but as far as I knew, nobody was really doing it on a specific theme other than your house music DJ. yeah yeah whatever your funk whatever you're playing nobody really had i don't think like a unified front of this is who we are this is what we do mm. um, and so yeah it was mainly mr Baisley kind of initiated it he came up with that name um and so he ended up managing to get uh just ed if you're familiar with him um so uh he was just kind of getting a little bit into streaming at the time so right. he was like a, like the very first guest that we had um and so it was all kind of just sort of hobbled together we did a cup we did like two like two raid trains that we called like what do we call it deep house adventures i think we called it so dcs being a big upgrade and first you get used to it really <laughs> anybody form depth charge sessions you have to really it's hard. Pronunciate, yeah. pronunciate, pronunciate should I say? Anyway, it's not good or whatever on the mic. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's all right, everybody. Yeah. Sounds good. It's a rule of threes. It's good. Yeah. Um, so he had kind of come up with a name um, for that. And we were like, okay. You know, initially, I guess we'd never really kind of decided it was like going to be specifically super deep. It just kind of sort of happened. Okay. We're like, okay, this is, this is sort of what we're into. And eventually we were like, okay, well, we got to, we want to focus on this sound because mm. I know, you know for myself and I know Ed and Mr. B as well, we all have a lot of different tastes and stuff outside of specifically Deep House. Yeah. Um, and so I think it was a little bit of adjustment. It was definitely for me and a little bit for them as well, I'm sure, as far as adjusting your playing style on Thursday and, you ha and to be focused. And I still struggle a little bit with it now, as far as like, especially there's a new track I want to play and not mm. 
you know <laughs> but you know it's like okay no this is focus on this mm. this sound mm. do that save that for another day right um and so it was that kind of started it i sort of ran with doing the graphics i had done you know pretty well versed in photoshop i had done flyers for parties that we had thrown right. prints stuff like that so it wasn't really a big problem for me to jump in on that um but that portion of it has evolved a lot over the time because I came to find that, you know, it's a lot of work to have to do every week, come up with this whole new thing. I was like, mm. no, not doing that. <laughs> I'll have a template that I work off with a yeah, couple different yeah. switch it up a little bit here and there because it just, you know, it ends up being a lot of work to have, you know, first of all, have it be legible because I'm sure we've all seen some of these raid train flyers out there that are like, aesthetically not particularly pleasing and no you know no hate on anybody but yeah we've all got different styles and tastes but yeah yeah, there is aesthetic and there's aesthetics like like a little bit yeah yeah to kind of hone in okay how do i want to present these yeah yeah, exactly the language and the times and this and that Mm. stripping it down to kind of bare elements of like what's all the information i need to purvey on this Mm. and what is not necessarily you know part of this and then kind of coming into that style of it using specifically underwater imagery and i loved your question about the um, you know what what draws i'm sure we'll yeah, yeah. In a minute. um and uh that was mainly mr basley's um influence there not that i had any you know i was like yeah great mm. that but he was already kind of talking about deep diving and he had like uh, some clips that he was already putting in his stream of like the you know, divers in their suits and stuff like that and it's just such a perfect uh allegory for you know metaphor for deep yeah uh, yeah deep, deep, deep diving right so he was always that was that was mainly his doing but then we and i took it on and, and kind of ran with the idea of stuff in water diving scuba diving submarines and specifically kind mm. of that for a bit early on kind of phased out like well, kind of limited amount but now even just kind of sticking with uh water-esque is close enough for me like, mm. it, doesn't have to be exactly divers, although I, I look back at some of those old ones and some of them are pretty cool. I'm like, oh, I, should, I should bring that look back. Recycling. Right, yeah. Oh, they won't remember that. I barely remember. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Um, right, so you've told me how you've come up with the branding for Depth Charge. I mean, see, it was Mr. Bainsley that came up with the water concept, but I, I guess what yeah. connection did you feel to water deep you know because you said actually it made sense but again you know what yeah. was your experiential I, yeah, connection thing. i just it's just sort of to me it just mm. made perfect sense yeah, yeah. Uh, being in michigan being surrounded by water in the yeah, great lake okay. right on the water here i could i look out my window right now i can see the lakes over there um so yeah and i you know i'd always kind of favored that sort of style anyway yeah so it was sort of a no-brainer for me um and yeah just kind of ran with it from there kind of came up with that logo i see some people other people use the same sort of font on it yeah yeah um, that so it kind of came up with that and, and you know did some graphics to go with it yeah put onto their streams um and kind of uh so what some other people were doing with their raid trains as far as making the graphics and things like that and i was like okay well i want this to match our style mm. so I'll see this person streaming that day 
it has our logo and it would even like I sent for you as well and, yeah. and join send their name and then a lot of people still just continue to use that name in their streams outside of DCS, mm. which I love which is great. I'm like, I'm spreading, spreading it around the world. Yeah. It's uh, a brand identity. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's like, yeah, it helps. Um, and so that's, yeah. And that was definitely deliberate as far as, you know, wanting to have uh, a specific look and feel yeah. and vibe to, to it. And I think that that's definitely helped in a lot of ways um, as far as people spreading the word, people wanting to spread the word and people being interested and engaged in mm. it. Yeah, I'm just like, it's just another great trend for the yeah just for me for the the underwater and deep kind of going together i think it just it, it really ties into that otherworldly sort of vibe that these tracks have right where you're you know the other the other big thing is space right so, mm -hmm. and they're just they're the two most alien things to us the most otherworldly that it could possibly be yet we can't go down the water uh, you know without all this gear and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah it's still really dangerous and same for space as well obviously i think there's two big themes you see with with deep sort of stuff are, are those two and i think it just you know it has to do with our complete unfamiliarity with what it would be like to be down there and especially mm -hmm. zero gravity i think as well because this floating sort of feeling that you get is perfectly emulated right in there yeah 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 absolutely no i, I get getting, that you're getting deep in your own thoughts right when you're in this in this trance you're locked in for hours you're dancing mm. uh, you're not talking to your friends you're not whooping and yelling in the air you know make some noise that's exactly it yeah yeah you're more focused and i think it really lends itself um to that you know like an introspective almost uh, state meditative mm -hmm. sort of state that you know depending on what you're playing um, even if you are sweating and moving fast, you're still, you're not talking, you're just focusing on what you're hearing, how you're moving, mm. and, and where you're going next, right? You're not thinking about what happened three minutes ago. And you're not, you know. Yeah, that, you're that, in I, the moment. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah, just like when you're in the mix, you know, mm. you're not thinking about anything else. Just think about at that time. Is this does this sound right to yeah, me? Right yeah, now? yeah, 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 yeah. No, absolutely. That escape, for, that escape for all of us DJs and listeners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And I mean, just going back to what you're saying around your design. I mean, the the color, the font, everything. I mean, that's what attracted me to Depth Chart. It was like it was just so there and, you, and it, I when I saw it on someone's page it was Revolutions London's page um right. and that's right. what kind of piqued my curiosity because obviously being a lover of Deep House you know I was really curious to, to know who these other people were that were playing Deep House because it is really quite niche actually in terms of you know um yeah. I think a lot of people play what they think they call is Deep House but as we said earlier there's Deep House and then there's Deep House or proper Deep House and then there aren't that many people at least that I know that I or that I've encountered that are really about playing that proper quality kind of underground deep house, you know, and the experience that it gives as well, which we've, you know, you've just touched upon. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally true. Yeah. I mean, you got your, you got your Larzas and your Gymsters and, you know, a lot of South Africa and there's a lot of people doing it on a little bit smaller scale, but there's not, you know, necessarily a superstar of our scene. Mm. They kind of sort of transcend, true. you know, Black Coffee sort of transcended just, SA house music and is a global superstar, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and it's interesting to see some of these uh, journeys, you know, these Skrillex and stuff making 
Fortet is headline news or something now, which is just crazy to me. <laughs> why? Why is that crazy to you? I don't know. I guess I just, you know, you would see him at, you know, movement. I saw him at Movement Festival quite a few years ago, and it was an amazing show, mm. incredible. But it was just funny to see, you know, all the stuff, you know, these huge crowds in, in Times Square and stuff like that. And it's like, isn't this guy underground? Like just a little while. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. You know. Yeah, that is that's that's interesting. The the, I guess the notion of deep house because it is an underground sound. I think and yeah, whether it is possible for it to, um, become mainstream and actually what that would do to the sound, you know, mm-hmm. something. Well, I to... think it's gotten more popular definitely over the past few years than I can tell. Or maybe okay. it's just, or maybe it's just me getting more uh, involved into it. That mm. I've learned more about it, but. Um, it seems like there's a lot of people that do have a, a similar taste um, to us, you know, what I mean? mm. like, and, and we seek each other out because it's like, oh, oh, you, you, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. These yeah. are my people, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that's what your, what Depth Charge Sessions does. It does, it's like a hub for people seeking out, you know, a community for of, uh, Deep House lovers, effectively. So that brings us quite nicely to the next question again. So here it's uh, asking about, you know, that Deep House certainly has a psychological and spiritual impact and thus importance in my opinion, but um, it's definitely not for everyone. um, And that's probably why it's so underground and actually quite happy for it to stay that way. Like one, an Osanada quote, and I don't know if he actually um, said this, but it has been attributed to him. Um, But he has said that Deep House is like jazz. It's not for everybody, but the people get it really get it so again those people that are seeking each other out because they kind of just get it in some way shape or form um so in the uk i know for sure you know deep house is really niche i know um there is however you know a huge following within south africa and that's a specific sound in terms of like the tempo um kind of the groove the melody and everything but who would you say deep house is for and who does it typically attract do you think I think it's a little bit more of a mature listener for sure. Um, You know, a lot of us aren't out in the clubs all the time, you know, right now we're parents Mm. working full time and, you know, that, uh, you know, more high energy, high octane clubbing experience, especially that is more kind of probably prevalent here. I would say it's a little bit different um, sort of nightlife scene. Mm. Um, you're outside of the pockets of you know the underground um the mainstream sort of clubbing experience is substantially different um than what you would probably see in the uk i suspect just from what i know of it Um, so you know i think what um attracts people to it is yeah it, it is different and unique and not so intense as a lot of stuff is these days massive builds oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know cake throwing and all that uh so yeah definitely more um mature not to say that there aren't young people that are into it but that's just generally what i've found is mm-hmm. most of us probably in our late 30s 40s early 50s whatever you know um so it sort of attracts people who are and i think probably a bit more passionate about music and maybe a bit more knowledgeable than just kind of skimming the surface of yeah i like djs yeah you know, yeah that one okay yeah fun uh you know these are people who really care intensely about music and that music is their life 
like I said, you would, don't don't go into your life details. Well, I can't go into that without going into. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> it's my life. Uh, you know, spending hours looking for new tunes and spending uh, you know four hours a week streaming to people online. Um, uh, you know, you really have to want it. You have yeah. to be, and you have to be involved. It's not really something that you could very easily passively sit back and just get spoon fed a bunch of great stuff. Like you got to know. Mm. you have to know okay this label is good or skip this you know skip this release or maybe i'll give it a chance whatever it may be mm. and i think it's up to you know each person and each person's individual tastes and in finding this but so often they overlap like i would joke with ed early on that uh the venn diagram of our musical tastes is just a circle it's the same exact yeah, thing. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no, there's no separate parts of it it's just we you know yeah so this i have the song i have the song i have the song i was like yeah. they must be these, these similar similar tastes and then, mm. you know like we were saying earlier discovering new artists you know begets discovering new artists where you just get on this roll and you know you find a label and you get the whole discography and you dig through that for a while and okay you know, move on next and you know um i think that uh part of it is you know a big part of why the community kind of clicks together is that we are all so into it and we'll share each other music. Oh, do you see this new release from so-and-so? Oh, we got to get this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, kind of that, it sort of brings some of that excitement about music back. Cause sometimes as a DJ, if it gets a little stale and you get a little bored and you get sidetracked with life or whatever, you know, you kind of have to like work your way back into really having a keen enough ear to get what you're you know get what you want that sound that you're looking for yeah and, and it's not necessarily easy in this like we were saying earlier in this day and age to, to, to find this stuff so when you do it's like a real you know yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a big event yes i found Absolutely. a new label <laughs> this, is almost, almost, oh, this is almost all good stuff yeah. <laughs> 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 i just got this promo and this is you know amazing i can't wait for this or you know mm whatever so and i think that's another big part that i've kind of sort of started leaning into a little bit later as this progressed was really trying to promote labels and artists that i like yeah uh, as well as getting um a little bit uh, it, it, as much as i can a little bit bigger platform for some of the newer streamers say yourself mm. or some other you know people that had been doing it and are good but just, just it takes a while and you kind of have to play the game and you just have to build and build to kind of get a, a base of people wanting to come and see you. But when you're on a raid train and 20 people, 30 people show up that have never heard you before, and boom, you just got six new followers, 10 new followers, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that for a lot of people that if it's maybe this was the first time they're on a raid train, they kind of get that confidence to, to get out and start doing more or you know take it to the next level as far as uh streaming goes i think it's really helpful to for exposure mm. for a lot of people mm. to uh, come across each other because just like you stumbled by rev uh, big up rev love love him great great guy um and so you know everybody just spreads the word around on socials or through whispers or whatever it may be to kind of bring more people in to mm. find something good because it is sort of a rarity to find something good and, and unique that you're actually really into. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And, the, and the community that you would actually kind of want to get to chat with. You, know, you see like some 
chats and it's just a bunch of bullshit gibberish and Mm-mm. nothing kind of really means anything but you get to know these people and this community that's sort of built and we care about each other and help each other out when we need to and uh it's been really beautiful to see honestly yeah uh, this little community kind of get built up around this, this little ray train that we're just doing fun mm-hmm. right? mm-hmm. nothing else to do mm-hmm. still still at the end of the pa- tail end of the pandemic here and stuff's still not normal we're still kind of stuck at home so right. as well. okay why not? Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And it is, it is. It's a, you know, it is a lovely online community space. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's it's one of the things that, you know, I, I, that I love about depth charge sessions. And I may not come every Thursday, but it is just, everyone's just so friendly and welcoming and warm. And it's just, it's just, yeah, it's, it's a great That's space. Right. I love, Quality I love music and connection. Great. And, you know, people just joking around and really appreciating the music and, you know, the little emojis that come up. These are kind of, they kind of represent the feeling that you experience in the club, the kind of head down type thing that you kind of mentioned oh. earlier, you know, you just, you get it, you see it and you, you completely get it. You don't even need to explain it as such. So, so yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing space that you guys have created. Um, so what would you say is the vision for depth charge sessions or is it, is it just to continue as you're, go- as you're doing? It's or? Sort of, yeah, it's sort of just evolving. I mean, mm. you know, we hit. We hit episode uh, 100 this upcoming week, so that's really yeah. exciting. Well done, uh, congrats. And then we'll hit our two-year mark to, at the end of June. Okay. Uh, which is, you know, pretty pretty decent achievement. Yeah. Kind of here. The evolution, you know, I, I think of a lot of things. I'd like to, you know, have the domain name registered, so that's sort of been a thing. I don't, I don't know of any other raid trains specifically have gone ahead and registered the no, domain name. Yeah. I don't know if that's mm. a good thing, but I didn't, um, <laughs> just because. But is that about trademarking depth charge sessions? Could be, yeah. yeah, basically, and like, you know, kind of adding into the brand because, you know, beyond just having a social, um, you know, and it doesn't see huge traffic numbers or anything yet. It just, it just started at the beginning of the year. Mm. But you use that as sort of an easy <clears throat> hub for people to, even if they're not on Instagram, or they're not on Twitch a lot or whatever, depthstartsessions.com and it'll have the links to everywhere you need to go yeah the same video flyer that i'm posting up on the socials will be there as well i mean you'll still have to get onto twitch but the links are right there for mm. you to do it. um so that uh was kind of a, a part of it as well as you know kind of using that um that email for sending out emails just sort of like branding stuff to kind of go together mm. uh, i kind of learned a bit in the last um four years or so working for a small clothing company that does all their own kind of branding. I see a lot of the stuff and I've kind of watched in the e-commerce world sort of, okay, here's how you kind of try to put together kind of a coherent brand vision, so to speak of like, here's what we represent yeah, uh, and, and keeping that consistent, I think uh, was a big part of it for me. It's mm. like, I don't want to be, looking you know crazy every week you're doing different trying to do something different every single week i want it to be this is when you see it you go okay yep every single week every single thursday um and being consistent in that as well i think mm. has gone a long way in helping us and, and being able to um you know send out all the graphics for people to use um to kind of keep that coherent as well um, as much as possible and I think that goes a long way for um, spreading the word as well like yeah. you call it your eye to say oh what, you know, what are they doing there 
you know, beyond just, okay, sure, they're deep, mm. but what else is, you know, what else are they up to? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, no, you know, continuing to just build and get more new DJs, um, you know, I was thinking about it earlier, I was like, I kind of, you know, wanted to get maybe a big name for number 100. But at the same time, I think what makes this cool is that it is smaller name DJs. It's not big name DJs, mm. but they're just as good as these guys, if not better in some cases, I think. I mean, we just have some amazing DJs that come through mm. for people that you might not have ever heard of before were it not for this, right? Mm -hmm. uh, people like Duncan and a lot of the Brazilian guys, you know, Fern, uh, Ribs, Marcos, and all those guys. I mean, they're just amazing DJs, and everybody brings their own unique little flavor. And I think for a lot of these people that aren't necessarily always playing deep, that it's like a fun challenge for them to like, okay, what, you know, they hear what we're doing, they mm. go, okay, I, I see what these guys are into. What do I have? What, what can I bring mm. to the table for mm -hmm. that? Um, and finding people who want to do that, you know, initially was a little bit challenging, but now it's kind of gotten to the point where we've got enough people around that I've got a pretty good sized roster of people. Yeah. Just kind of throw together whoever's available at the time but you know i'd like to expand it into it's a real world event you know i wanted to maybe do something this year um around movement time and it just didn't quite pan out um but that would be something i would really like to do would be to move beyond just an online thing do a real world event that also streamed right yeah yeah interesting would yeah really cool so that that's probably the biggest next step that i would take um, you know, we kind of thrown around, you know, maybe more merch, different, maybe going a little bit harder on that beyond just the kind of the stream elements merch. Mm. Um, some a little more interesting and probably be a little bit more expensive or whatever, but, you know, something more like that for, yeah. for merch. Um, and, you know, I've kind of been trying to post more of the more stuff on the social channels beyond just the flyers. So kind of promoting other people's um, ray trains and that really helps. They'll promote yours and vice versa mm -hmm. um, and to post uh you know a lot of people record their sets and will post their sets from dcs so try to repost that and sort of like it's almost like a little mini archive of all these deep dj sets that have occurred over the past you know two years here mm -hmm. not all of them but you know good amount of them um, and a lot of people it, you know, for the later ones here uh, you know a lot of people in europe will miss it South Africa will miss it because there's quite a few people from South Africa that really love it as well. Um, and so they can catch the streams that they would miss because it's five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, of course. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's uh, accessible you know, to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, I, you know, one thing I kind of bantered with is maybe like recording these and posting to YouTube just to see what mm. happens with them. Like, do people want to watch this? Would it bring more people over to the live streams? Yeah. I don't really know. You know, when I was first started kind of streaming, I would stream to YouTube and Facebook, but it would just do stupid copyright blocks after 45 minutes. Right, okay. On like, YouTube as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. You know, but that was kind of before I was really getting into a lot of this more underground deep stuff. Yeah. I don't get too many mutes on Twitch, so I don't think I get that many on YouTube and things if I was mm. to post. That's sort of something I've been toying with the idea of i just haven't quite gotten to it yet mm. you know the main thing is just uh you know continuing to build up the roster of djs find, as we find new people the people that fit in yeah uh, and some people kind of you know come and go from streaming which is understandable you know mr basley is not able to um you know be around uh like in the summertime uh 
out he is on tours. He is actually one of the tour managers for the Chemical Brothers. Oh, right. I didn't know that. Right. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know until, <laughs> I think, even before we started DCS, I think I was, I, we were just, you know, shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah. I sent, I sent him, like, a graphic thing, and he emailed me back, and it says on his email signature, I don't know. What? Yeah. What? Because, oh, wow. like, I mean, he wasn't a huge fan, right? Yeah. Uh, okay, so, interesting. Yeah. Right, so he's off. They're touring and stuff now. Right, they're, they're, okay. So, hence why he's not streaming. So, he's not okay. able to, uh, so that's why we've had um, Holger... Uh, deeper hole yeah um, sure. he's incredible yeah he um, is yeah definitely yeah um, but yeah he's incredible incredible dj so when mr basil was like well hey do you, can you you know Brilliant. he was already yeah. you know, starting doing warm-ups earlier on even if it wasn't on the schedule he'd start up early and so and have a few people to raid mm. and stuff but um you know having him on as well has been amazing because yeah he's just incredible dj as he well is. he, he uh, is great, yeah great definitely so ed mr b and, and all of the guests that we have it's just awesome i love uh all the people and mm. you know if they weren't friends before they are now right yes you know it's been great um being able to you know go from kind of just being fans of people like lars uh to being you know if not acquaintances, friends, uh, and you know, really get to know these people beyond just I listen to their yeah their shows. Yeah, and this is Lars of the Deeper Shades of House. Yeah, yeah. And Lars is a huge inspiration for what we're doing here, obviously. Right. Um, yes, because he has his regular um, radio show, which he I guess streams and has been doing for a while, isn't it? I mean, Deeper Shades of House has been around for like about twenty years, isn't 20, it, or something? Twenty-one years. I is think last 20- year was. Last year was the 20 year anniversary. Right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. That, that was another big influence on me getting into the deeper sound as well. Was right. Okay. Quite a few years ago now. Mm. We did have him guest on DCS. I wanted to get him for 100, but he's over there. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, okay. I did have him as a guest on DCS. How awesome on, is that? that it was amazing. It was so cool. <laughs> um, and it, uh, funnily enough, we still it still talks about it. It was hilarious that... Um, I put my dad, it was just an older hippie guy, and music, he got me into music, I mm. and I put him onto Deeper Shades, and he, he tunes in sometimes, and so he was in there, of course, that day, uh, and it was my birthday, so yeah. of course, dad, and hanging out, everybody in the chat is like, your dad's so cool! <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, dad, that's into Deep House. Yeah, awesome. yeah, 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 it was great, I got this, he's like, I got this cranked up. Yeah, you got to, you have but to have yeah, it. You, actually, yeah. yeah, what a great experience. Yeah. How awesome. It was, it was great. And I got to actually meet Lars last year um, at in Detroit at Sharivari he was playing. And so we got to, we hung out a whole bunch. It was, it was amazing. They say okay. don't meet you, you know, but in yeah, this yeah, case, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely glad I did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then what? what is the, I guess, deep house scene, party scene, like in Michigan or... Detroit, I don't know, because obviously I know of Detroit and, you know, the music yeah, Detroit, that comes from um, there and whatever, really but what is it like? Yeah, you, for you. Good in, definitely good in Detroit. You know, yeah. A lot of different styles in, in Detroit. The scene there is awesome, and I have, you know, I'm down there pretty often. I have a lot of good friends down there. Um, so, yeah, uh, good. Um, you know, there is a lot of different um, styles that people are into in Detroit, and I think very accepting mm. of other stuff. What I see just my buddy went to the other day was the Planet of the Drums and drum bass still gets love there, which is great to see a little bit of um, resurgence of that lately. Um, and yeah, Jimster was there um, a couple times last year. Mm. He's, he's back again real soon here for around the Movement Festival, just for an example. Um, you know, and uh, people like Ash Lauren, 
um, and a lot of the other local Detroit DJs are definitely within that wheelhouse, if not maybe the specific kind of sound that we play a lot mm, of. Mm. Very, very specifically deep, but in the, in that wheelhouse for sure. Sure. Not some, you know, you got your Kyle Halls, you got John Dixon, mm. a lot of these people that are, while not necessarily all the time deep, definitely in that world. I yeah, 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 yeah. So okay. I think with it being such a musically diverse and accepting town that, uh, you know, I played down there for the first time just not too long ago last mm. time. Last September, last December, something like that, um, with uh, Ryan Sidoris of the Beretta uh, music. Um, he had me down there for a, a gig with uh, Delano Smith. Um, and I don't know if you're familiar with Luke Hess. There's like a lot of some, um, yeah. uh, just like some kind of dub, minimal dub techno okay. type stuff. stuff. I, yeah, I do uh, love dub techno, but yeah, okay. So, um, that you know, he felt like I would I would be a good fit for. for oh, awesome! So that was that was a lot of fun to you know finally be down there. Mm. I do a few little gigs around here, but up where I'm north, where I'm at here, there's just nothing. That's right. my streaming perfect. Yeah, for me. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Not a lot of that. Might uh, no underground. Yeah. Essentially, what's a little tiny little bit? Few of us DJs around here, but not a lot. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> But definitely, uh, yeah, downstate Detroit, Chicago. Okay, okay. So there is a scene, and yeah, it's, it's, it's I guess house with a bit of deep house included, essentially. Yes, yeah, I would yeah. say more along those lines. Mm. Yeah, uh, and you'll hear all sorts of stuff at a you know club in Detroit. Yeah, whether it's Ocean Rade, uh, you know, or more uh, up tempo stuff. Uh, there's a lot of more. I find like that kind of musical jazz and funk sort of feel which you could just kind of expect with it being motown yeah um, a good example being peter crochet and the rocksteady disco okay um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um they have some really nice releases on there so they have a lot of their sound there's also you know obviously a lot of detroit techno um and a, you know a bit of that kind of dub techno-y deeper oh that sound. sounds really, awesome actually yeah there's yeah. definitely people who are, who are into it yeah 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 okay I don't know of anybody kind of riding specifically on what our, our what we would call as our sort of DCS deep sound. Mm-hmm. So I guess returning to the music itself, um, uh, and I know that I have several, but what is a go-to deep house track for you? Well, definitely the Gemster Dangly Panther one that I'd sent to you. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I wanted to. So that when you were talking about it, I would have a frame. And I, I mean, I know that track. I, I love Gemster anyway. Like a couple of my favorites are definitely produced by him. And yeah, Dangly Panther is definitely like a cool one. Um, I think I played that at a party a couple of months ago. But yeah, but why is it a favorite for you? I think it's just that, you know, it's got that hypnotic, it's got that driving beat right mm. at first. It's a little more stripped down, it's a little more spare at first, but then it really has that build, 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 build that he always does so yeah. well. Yeah. Perfectly crescendos up to this epic, yeah. you know, uh, climax at the, uh, you know, that you're just like, you're totally lost it, right? It's just a feeling. I got goosebumps thinking about it right yeah, now. Yeah, so, awesome. That <laughs> along with, you know, a lot of the other tracks, sort mm. of in that vein really heavily danceable but also very deep spacey trippy mm. totally take you on a journey type of track 
um, that and other stuff like um, uh, like Deep Burnt, obviously being such a classic um, uh, tune as well. Um, kind of keep things sort of moving, keep the experience engaging. Mm. You know, that sort of the sort of tracks that I would be looking for. Yeah. Um, and I really like that that kind of sound of driving and and deep, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I I, I can definitely so, relate to that. Mind. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Um so you've touched on I guess an artist, um, but who are some other artists or labels that you frequently find yourself gravitating gravitating towards and why? Um, I do a lot of stuff from Deeper Shades as well. Yeah. Um, set up his band camp um yeah deep wit really like a lot of their releases and their remixes uh one that i've been you know a lot of these are not necessarily are uh their own uh labels it's just independent artists that are mm. um but yeah deep wit uh piston recordings i started off my stream the other week with one of those mm-hmm. uh, like a lot of stuff on piston um obviously free range um House Cooking is one I came across not long ago. Okay. Um, there is Just Move, a lot of the South African um, labels. Okay. Uh, and another one is Deep Clicks that I play a lot of their yeah. stuff as well. Um, I, I get a few promo coming through from Deep Clicks as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, really like a lot of their I'm stuff. I really to try to sign myself up for that. I didn't know there's a promo for Deep Clicks. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do like their stuff. And what about artists as well? Are there any like other artists that you'd say you gravitate uh, towards? Yeah, I really like Alvaro Highlander yeah. stuff, Ginger stuff and mentioned. Uh, my brother McForlan, gotten to be friends with um, him, uh, producer from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, there's just so many, you know what I mean? Um, there are, yeah. One I across recently is a guy, uh, it's not so much deep, it's kind of a little more driving stuff. I really like it. It um, came across it by a promo, is a guy named Clankarbite. Okay. K-L-A-N-K-A-R. Okay. I-T. Really interesting stuff. Deep, but also kind of in that driving yeah, 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 yeah. sort of style. You know what I mean? Um, really like that stuff that I was hearing from him. Um, I like Bean Ninjas, if you've heard of him. Not, also okay, not necessarily yeah. super deep. Um, deep Hope is another one. Yeah. Um, really like their tracks. Um, definitely super, super deep mm. stuff on it lot of those releases um oh that's stay true sounds uh radic the myth uh a lot of stuff from jack district i don't know if you've heard of them oh. a little bit smaller yeah. um yeah oh man yeah there, there is a lot to choose from which is great yeah 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 no definitely definitely um so i guess uh see i know that you've created a mix and and you've got obviously uh, some of those um artists probably included in that but can you tell us about the selection um the vibe of the mix and how it made you feel when creating it like what were you trying to convey if anything really i really wanted to kind of get a good sort of generalized feel for dcs in specific yeah like, here's what you can expect yeah if you were to come up on an average day on the stream from me or from probably just about anybody else that yeah okay i get that um, you'd probably be in this wheelhouse you know if there's people that have never heard of us before or listening to this for the first time never heard me never heard any of us like okay this if you like this mm. check this out you know what I mean? Okay. I think, I mean, when I, I heard it, I think it definitely showcased, if anyone wanted to know what proper Deep House sounds like, then your mix was a great showcase for that, I thought. Oh, um, so, yeah. That was no. kind of what I was sure. Yeah. 
cool. Versus, you know, songs it's like I've played it quite a few times before. Yeah. But that doesn't matter at this point. No, no, not at all. Not at all. And I think, yeah. And I think the thing, I mean, this is something I've been thinking about for a while, actually. That, I mean, even if you play the same song, but with different tracks, or even when you mm. play it with a di- from a different perspective, or if you start it and finish it in a different place, you have a different experience of it anyway. So yeah, there's something quite infinite about kind of music, even if it's the same track from that basis. Very much yeah. so. I was just thinking about that the other day. I was like, oh, I've never mixed this track with this track before, so let's yeah. see what happens. Yeah, 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 right. right. And, and streaming so frequently, you know, I would DJ before, but streaming every week, yeah. especially I'll do Mondays as well um, on just whatever we want to play. Um, it really sharpens the axe. Uh, you know, you're almost out of necessity finding new ways to mix. Yeah. Just, it's interesting. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah some of course. Fade the bass out and fade the other one in, right? It's just like, okay, how can I do some, how can I find something new, mm. a new way to, a new, make this interesting, keep this interesting for me? And I think another benefit of streaming so much and watching so many other streams is seeing what people are doing. Yeah, yeah I agree. And tricks that they have. I've learned a lot of stuff just from watching other DJs that, you know, you don't get that same experience just listening to a recording. You can't mm. see what they're up to. Mm. But you can say, oh, I see what he did there with the mm-hmm. effects on that and the blend on that. That was a nice little trick. I might, might reincorporate a little bit of that, you know. Yeah, definitely. No, I agree. It is. It's, a, it's a learning experience as well then. Um, okay, so before we wrap up, is there anything you, else you'd like to share? So I think it would be good to know uh, for anyone who's listening and who's interested in um, checking out a depth charge session raid train, How? what's the best way for them to, I guess, go about finding you guys and connecting with you guys? Yeah, absolutely. So if you're on socials, uh, the depth charge sessions, Instagram, just at depth charge sessions uh, or not on socials, depth charge sessions.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentioned earlier, kind of a, a little bit of a newer addition that I'm using here to go along with the social channels. It's also a website for people who aren't necessarily always on yeah. socials. You know, we you sort of forget about it they're like we're always on there but yeah, like yeah, people true. Live their whole lives there but they might still be interested in this, mm. right so that's a good way that if anybody wants to pass it along to a friend that they can't just send dm them a link here go to this website and you can check this out and there's a menu that you will go right to twitch there you don't yeah. even have to type nothing in mm. click the thing and it'll take you right there mm-hmm. um, so that's kind of the uh, best way to find them um, you can also follow our individual channels. There's a Facebook group as well, a Facebook page as well. Mm-hmm. So I kind of post the, the schedule to those all kind of at the same time um, to kind of get it out there. And so that's really the main way is, yeah, every yeah. Thursday um, starts about uh, noon uh, Eastern time in the U.S. Uh, so that ends up being about uh, 6 p.m. in Europe, Germany, uh, and 5 p.m. UK. Yeah, so that's right. Somebody, somebody starting up around that time, and, and then it just carries on through the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that you know, if they're not familiar with the concept of a, a Twitch raid train, um, it's where one uh, person is broadcasting, and then they'll take all those viewers that have been watching, and then they'll transfer them all over to another streamer, another DJ, and continue that vibe. And I think that's what really helps with DCS and, and staying specifically deep is that you're keeping a consistent sound mm. between each DJs. Mm-hmm. That's really what we aim for with this. And that's 
you know, part of the challenge of it for sure. It's yeah. across and keeping it, you know, fresh and not just doing the same six guests every other. Yeah, week. yeah, yeah. No, of course, yeah, of rotating course. Rotating around through people. Yeah. And finding new people to add in. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it takes a little while. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Well, is there anything else you'd like to share that you'd like to add to that? Oh, uh, just a big thank you for being uh, on here and. Uh, you know, maybe we could, uh, at some other point, if this goes well, get, get the other guys in on it or something like yeah. that. I feel like they would also have some very unique perspectives to share in on the experience of this. And this is just my perspective, yeah, my of angle of it, although being probably a pretty central hub to the whole thing as far as doing a lot of scheduling, graphics, and website, all that sort of stuff, too. And people kind of look to me as sort of the face of DCS, mm. uh, you know, for the most part, kind of the, the central hub of, of it with everybody else playing their parts and, and doing their thing as well. Um, but yeah, I, I'm generally the one that's, that's generating these flyers. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, sure. For the most part setting, uh, getting getting you on board with us here. I'm really glad that we did. I'm glad that um, we found this kindred spirit, you know, uh, of deep heads. There's not a lot of us out there. No, exactly. As we have to sit together, <laughs> definitely. Deep house community or family or fam. Yeah, no, definitely. Exactly. No, it was really great to meet you guys and to connect with you guys, as I said. And yeah, it is, it's... Um, yeah, as this is, uh, you know, hopefully through this, you know, sharing the deep house love for all those who don't know that you exist, um, but are looking for something or somewhere. They, to... they will yeah, 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 no, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so it's just, as I said, sharing and serving Deep House in a, in a different way. Okay, well, um, thank you very much for your time, oh, Jeff. You. And Look, I really good. appreciate you for, you know, joining, and, or not so much joining, but agreeing to interview and, or to be Look. interviewed and for your time and everything. And oh, my you've contributed, yeah. Oh, some uh, it's some interesting insight that, you know, I, you know, you just kind of plug away and work and work and work. Yeah. And, just you don't really look back and go oh look at all this shit that we did yeah uh, you know this kind of little you know like you, you see it and you feel it and you go okay yeah this is building up to to be kind of a thing yeah uh, but then you kind of look back at it and somebody kind of asks you a specific question and you have to actually think about it for a minute yeah. of like yeah where did this start and boy it did start a little almost two years ago now we really have been doing it for this long every single week <laughs> like that's kind of a whole massive whole thing yeah that is massive yeah. every single yeah. week for two hours it's a lot so yeah kudos to you guys it's a lot to keep you, know, it going. you don't realize it until you kind of start doing it oh, mm. shit. Yeah. <laughs> how am i gonna make this fresh you know that's yeah, what yeah, i try yeah 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 well two years in the running well done you know coming up to your hundredth so obviously by the time this airs you will have done your hundredth but on the yep. um I'm not even sure what date it is now. Is it? Is it the? Uh, it'll be the 18th. The 18th, yeah. So the 18th will be your hundred shows. So yeah, congratulations yep. to you yep. guys yep. for that. Yeah, it's, I wish tuning uh, in. An mm. accomplishment that one, and we'll have to. I'll get a time and get you back on soon. Yeah, I look forward to it. Okay. Definitely, definitely. It was yeah, an absolute pleasure just being amongst. Okay other deep house DJs and people who just love the music and appreciate it as well. Like you don't have to explain yourself. There's no self doubt there. It's just, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it was a great experience. Funny. So yeah, looking forward my, to uh, it. Our guest uh, on uh, last Thursday night, a good, good friend of mine from Toronto, mm. um, DJ Russell Joseph. Okay. Um, I've heard him. He's good. I like him. Yeah. Great guy. Um, and uh, he had mentioned, you know, I said, that oh, was a great set last night. It really was. Um, and he was like, it's the only, train that i do that i don't feel judged or self-conscious yeah. or about 
you know anybody's expectations because i know exactly what you guys like is yeah. what i like yeah exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, i want to yeah. play yeah like, yeah just like these are my people this is where i'm accepted 100 percent. yeah this is the vibe yeah yeah no awesome okay well again thank you very much for your time thank you very uh, much for the mix as well um which we all um yeah we'll we'll slide into the mix after this um and we will speak soon i'll see you on a depth charge session ray trade very soon rage Uh, raid train even thank you very much all right (laughs) have a good rest of the day Again, a big massive thank you to DJ Zeb K for agreeing to be interviewed for and on the behalf of the Depth Charge Sessions, as well as being interviewed in his own right, and for the guest mix that he supplied us, which you'll be hearing very shortly. Just to reiterate in the meantime, however, if you'd like to hear more from Depth Charge Sessions, you can do so by connecting with them on Instagram and or Facebook, as well as following their respective DJ accounts on Twitch to be notified of when they go live as part of their weekly raid trains each and every Deep House Thursday. And if you're not already and would like to connect with the Church of Deep House for our mixes, interviews, radio shows and events, you can do so via Instagram and Facebook also. With that said, we hope you've enjoyed the interview and that you'll enjoy the mix from DJ Zeb K. We thank you very much for listening. Take care until next time. Ciao. The Church of Deep House is now in session. Jason K in the mix.
Station, followed by Instruction.